Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits. Sean is uh, the person who sent this message in to us. And here's what Sean has to say. I wonder if you could bring up a topic on your show and see what your listeners think. I'm in my late 20s and recently moved to rural Ireland because of the cost of housing in the cities. Before I moved, I started learning to drive as I knew that uh, where I was moving to, uh, there is little or no public transport. I'd never learned uh, before because where I was living had a really good public transport system and there was no need to drive. But now I rely on driving to get around. The only issue is... I still haven't passed my driving test. I've done all 12 of my lessons and I'm just waiting on my test date now. The estimated estimated date is in 15 weeks if I'm lucky. Uh, I know that that doesn't seem like much, but uh, three and a half months is a long time to wait when there's no other way to get around. I really think that once you've done your 12 lessons, you should be allowed to drive without an accompanying driver. It would make a lot of sense. And that's from a guy called uh, Sean. Now, up until uh, recent years, you, uh, if you were a learner driver, you could go in, you could fail your test and you could hop back into your car and you could drive off on your merry little way. Uh, now it's a little bit different. If you are on a learner's permit, you are meant to have a, a fully qualified driver who's a clean licence um, with you at all times. There have been examples of people having their cars confiscated uh, because they didn't have an accompanying driver uh, with them, which a lot of people think is un- is is harsh. But rules are rules. Anyway, uh, Sean's point is that because there is quite a wait uh, for a driving test at the moment, he should be allowed to drive around. He's done all his 12 lessons. He should be allowed to drive around with uh, out an accompanying driver. Now, I don't know what Sean's situation is. If it's the whole family that moved, I don't know how he copes with having no um, qualified driver with him. He's, he's obviously taking a chance. Oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight is our uh, number, and let me know whether or not you think once you've done your twelve lessons, which he has. See, so you, you've obviously reached a certain standards if you've uh, done your, your 12 lessons, you've reached a certain standard, then uh, he believes that when you've done your 12 lessons, that should be enough. You should be able to uh, drive around waiting for your test. 87 is our number. Send me a text, a WhatsApp, or a WhatsApp voice note. Um, Sean is living in the middle of the country, no bus service, no public transport, needs the, uh, the car. That's the reason he got the car in the first place. Um, he, uh, and as somebody messaged, he wants the law changed for him. Well, he kind of does, yeah. <laughs> uh, 087-188-0008. No, I think the point he's making is more general. Obviously, the law is not going to be changed for him in the next uh, few weeks uh, until he gets his test. But he's making the point that if you have done 12 lessons, you have reached a certain standard of uh, driving and he believes that that standard should be enough to enable you to drive without an accompanying driver until you get your test or pass your test, should I say. 87 is our uh, number. 
And maybe you're somebody who hasn't yet passed your test and does drive on your own without an accompanying driver. I know it is still happening. Um, It shouldn't be happening. It's against the law and all of that. Uh, But it is still happening. 087-188-0008 is our number. Send us a text, a WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note. Let me go to line one. And Marion, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Hiya, Marion. Hello, Adrian. How are you? Good afternoon. And good afternoon to you, Marion. Now, what did you want to say on this? Well, I'm on the fence about it, really. Yeah. Because our lessons are very, very stringent. They're very hard to do. And once you've had 12 of them done, you do have a great foundation. Having said that, as I said to the researcher, uh, I learned Irish going to school. I wouldn't pass an Irish exam now. I wouldn't pass my driving test now either. Mm. But uh, you have done a lot, but I really don't think just because I've done... 50 lessons to fly an aeroplane. Does that entitle me to fly an aeroplane by myself? No, most probably not, no. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So I can can appreciate where he's coming from. I live in rural Ireland too, and public transport is probably an issue at times. Um, But yeah, I I don't know if you are qualified, because some people have, a lot of people have done their 12 lessons and still failed the test. Yeah, no, that's very true. That is extremely true. Uh, However, uh, a lot of people... Do their twelve lessons, and they're 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 good drivers at that stage. Oh, they're great drivers, and they probably have been doing it long before they got started their twelve lessons. Do you know, and they would have learned how to do it properly mm. the way we learned it. My, well, my vintage, the way I learned was was watching somebody else, and there was no lessons back in the day, um, and you just went and you did your test, and you got your test, or you didn't, whichever. Uh, but I know that it's way harder to get it here in Ireland than it is to get it. I have a son that lives in Italy in Rome, and you can do your lessons over a weekend and just pass your test. In America, you do it in one day, and you pass your test. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You just have to do a course. Whether you're a competent driver or not is irrelevant. You've done the course. Here's your license. So it is very hard to do it. It is hard to get them. Um, my own husband was 50 years driving a motorbike in America and failed the test here. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. And still had to do was driving, as I said, for 50 years in America in a car and still had to do 12 lessons to get his license, his Irish license here. So he's basically arguing that it is a little bit difficult at the moment. Well, there's a long wait for uh, actually getting a test. It's not as bad as it was, obviously, during COVID mm-hmm. and all of that. But, um, it, you know, still a, a significant enough wait. He believes that when you are... Uh, when you've done your 12 lessons, that should be enough to allow you to drive on your own, unaccompanied. No? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Now, it is very hard at times to find another driver. Mm-hmm. And then if you'd had another driver, why did you need to be in the car in the first place? Yeah, I don't, I don't actually know um, what his situation is. I don't know who's been driving with him. He said he only got the car because he was moving to a rural part of Ireland without much public transport. And they are, there are many rural parts of Ireland without much mm-hmm. public transport. But as far as he's concerned, he's done his 12 lessons, he's an alright driver now, and he should be able to drive on his own. And if he hits a car, or another car hits him, he might be perfectly right, but if another car hits him, he's not insured. Mm. And he's just broken the law. So it's best just to leave it the way it is. Yeah. Um, In my opinion. You can have your car impounded by the guards if you're caught driving uh, unaccompanied. You can get an 80 euro fine and uh, two penalty points, 120 on conviction and two penalty points and four penalty points if it ends up going to court. And obviously on a learner's permit, you get disqualified, I think, if you hit seven. Is it seven? I think it is. Um, so, you're, yeah, you're, you're really 
you'd be mad to be taking that sort of a chance. Yeah. And as we said, the, gu- yeah. the guard can actually uh, impound your car, which has happened. I've known of drivers driving on a company to be literally left standing at the side of the road. Mm. And I had no doubt that there are plenty of people out there that have done their 12 lessons and are quite capable of driving a car and the issue is waiting for the study test to be done. But uh, having said that, there are plenty of people who have done the 12 lessons and, as I said, wouldn't have got the test first off. So you're, you're falling down someplace. Okay, stay, stay, stay there for one second if you can, please. Our number is 087-188-0008. Do you think uh, Sean has a point at all here? Claire uh, sent us this WhatsApp voice note. I think should have really planned that out better. I'd done a couple of years ago, done my 12 lessons, and I was not ready for the road. I wasn't. I was too nervous. Not ready. Couldn't judge this, couldn't do that. It was brutal on roundabouts. Stopped driving them completely for two years. Um, started again about four months ago. But we changed our car and we got an automatic. And I am flying around in it. Now it's Saturday. My husband won't be there and I need to go food shopping, but I will not take that car. I will get a friend of mine to come over to the house to drive with me. I will not take that car. Because if he crashes, your insurance is null and void. It's, he should have thought about that before he went down. Simple as that. But the chances of falling, falling over a guard out in rural Ireland is probably more of a chance you'd fall over a bear. All right, Claire, thanks very much indeed. Where am I going now? I'm going to line two and on line two we have... Bum, bum, bum. Simon, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Hi, Simon. Good morning, how are you? Oh, good afternoon, how are you? Good afternoon, sorry. Um, I'll tell you what, I was just listening to the programme there, this person about 12 lessons. Yes. First things first, when you have a provisional uh, a temporary licence, you haven't passed your test, you're not sure. Insurance companies do not cover you. For driving unaccompanied? Yes. If you're in an accident, you are not covered. Is that true? That is true. Okay, go on. I was of the impression impression that insurance companies will still cover you, but maybe I'm wrong. No, and another thing, I have a sister. She has done possibly 36 lessons. And if she's done another 100 lessons, she'd never be able to drive on her own. You know, so just because you've done 12 lessons doesn't mean to say you're capable, you're able to drive. You could be the worst driver on the road. You shouldn't be on the road. That's Hmm. why they have tests. To see, are you capable of driving on your own? Okay, I'm assuming, I, d- I don't know from Adam, uh, but I'm assuming Sean is, an, uh, he considers himself an alright driver if he thinks he's good enough. Listen, everyone thinks they're, Alfonso, they all think they're great drivers. Everyone, you ask anyone, he'll tell you he's a better driver than you. It's just a way of life, that's the way that people think. Okay, so it is uh, against the law, and by the way, okay. this, ha- this happens every day, Um Sorry, I'm just reading up on this, and it says, By driving unaccompanied, it is possible you have or will have misled and ensure the contract of insurance is unequivocal. You must adhere to the law. So if you're breaking the law and driving a car uh, without a fully qualified driver on a learner's permit, then you are you could be in trouble with your insurance. Yeah, well, everyone knows when you're insured with anything, the insurance company is only looking a way out, and the number one way it is, well, you're not qualified to drive, so we're not covering you. Okay, so uh, you, uh, under no circumstances, even though he's going to be waiting for months, for, he could be, he's waiting for three and a half months for his driving test, there is no circumstances under which he should be allowed to drive? None whatsoever. Tell me this, if he was a pilot and he had done plenty of hours and he hadn't passed his test, would he be allowed to take people up in the air? No, of course not. Because he's done no. all these hours? No, but it, we're not talking about a plane, we're talking yeah, about a car. It's a similar thing. And, and a, a car most likely with just him in it. 
No, but it's the other people on the road he'd be crashing into. No, I, don't, I don't know how bad, so I don't know how bad Sean's test, driving is now. but convenient or not, it doesn't matter. You have to do the test and that's the end of it. Okay, so um, like I said, for many, 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 many years, you didn't have to uh, be accompanied. A lot of people think it was a ridiculous law to bring in when most people are, you know, of a reasonable standard. Um, but you, you can see the logic in having to have a, a qualified driver with you. Absolutely. It's, 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 it's a must. You can't just change the laws because you live in the country and you couldn't away getting about. I mean, that's just humble. What's the point in having a test? Just don't have any and give everybody 12 lessons and let them, let them flood the roads. That's it. That's, you know, they understand it. It doesn't make sense. Hmm. Okay, I want to read a message that's just come in to us and it says, Hi Adrian, I'm in exactly the same position as uh, Sean. We moved back from London to rural West Cork as COVID began. And I've been waiting since January 2021 to get a test. I had the first test in September and failed on one uh, major point. Now I'm, on a w- I'm waiting on a new test date and there's no guarantee it'll be before the end of the year. I know how to drive and think we should be able to drive unaccompanied considering the ridiculous waiting time. And anyone who thinks otherwise doesn't understand how much of a challenge this is. And that's from a lady called Lisa. What would you say to that? I understand. She's thinking of herself. She's not thinking of the rights and the wrongs of the people and the other drivers. She's thinking of her own situation. She wants to drive. I can't understand that. But uh, the law is the law and you have to just wait. It's like people waiting in hospital operations if they wait two and three years and they're dying they just can't say I do me tomorrow you know it's, that's the law and that's it yeah okay but as we said it's not like he, he, she can't drive she can't no, drive she, hold on a second she says she can drive yeah she failed her test so obviously she can't drive yeah failed, failed on test on one point she says but, yeah, listen what's the difference in one point or two points or ten points you failed and that's it you're not a driving instructor, are you? You know. No. <laughs> okay, stay stay there for one second. 087-188-0008 is our number if you'd like to get involved in this conversation. Um, I'm going now to Pat. You're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Hiya, Pat. How are you, Al? Good, thank you, Pat. Um, yeah. you, you're saying that you, you've been driving over 50 years uh-huh, and you yeah. still learn something new every day. What do you mean by that? Well, like you're driving on the road, you have to watch everything, you know. Yeah. You know, and like, I drive big, I go big antiques I did, and big cherry pickers and coaches. And like, when you're driving something big like that, you can see a lot that's happening on the road. But you have to be watching everything you have, you know. Like, somebody in front of you stops immediately. You have to be ready for that, you have to be. You know. Now, anyone that has 12 lessons will never be ready for something like that. No, maybe not, yeah. You know. And like, there is a lot of people out there that shouldn't be driving, allowed to drive because you look at the M50, and the amount of L drivers that drive on that, and they shouldn't be on it. You know? And like, you see the, every day there's a crashes on the M50. And that's where people are rushing and they're hopping from one lane to another and they're not watching what they're doing. You know? I've seen people eating at breakfast driving the car. Putting a makeup on, driving. No, no, I've seen all that myself. Yeah. yeah. No, and there is a, there is some absolutely atrocious driving on Irish roads. I I, I don't know if I'd put it all down to uh, people on the learner's permit. In many cases, it's people who've been driving for years. Well, I think that the, the instructor himself that's that's doing these twelve lessons. I think they'd know by a driver whether they're capable of driving on their own or not. 
And I think that they should be allowed to give the driver a, pay, a letter saying, yes, that he is good enough to drive on his own. And that'll take an awful lot of pressure off the insurance company, you would, you know. Okay, so you believe um, in terms of this thing of having to have an accompanying driver, even though you may have been driving a long time, you're a good enough driver, you've done your 12 tests, in your opinion, that's still not enough? It's not enough unless, unless the, I think that the driving instructor gives you, could give you a letter saying that you are good enough to drive on your own. Well, maybe that. Maybe that's what it's... Uh, yeah, that's not a bad suggestion, actually. Yeah, because I give you a I was sitting in a car, car park the other day and I saw... Couple of girls sitting in a car, and they'll play on it. And what's call it? No way was she good enough to be on her own in that car. Hmm. But she had five other girls in the car with her. She had all teenagers. Now, like, I blame the parents though for letting them out in the car. Let me you know? let me just throw that back to you, Simon, for a second. A letter from uh, the guy, the per- person who was giving you your lessons to say, in my opinion, this person is. A sufficiently good driver to be allowed to drive on their own. Would that work? No, because every driving instructor is going to give you that letter. You don't say, oh, he's a, he's a friend of mine, he's a good driver. But the, the, I can't understand this. There's no argument. The line is, you didn't pass your test, you can't be on the road. It's black and white. It is black and white. But for some people, it's just not that easy. Sure, it's not. Listen, of course it's not easy. I, I mean, I have a, a daughter and she's, she's doing her test. It's nice. She just has to wait, has to pass the test, and I wouldn't let her drive until she does. And that. has she been very good in, in not even it's attempting it. to go out on her own? She would, I wouldn't let her. She wouldn't be allowed. Well, you wouldn't let her. Well, she would, she'd go out on her own if I let her. She'd be away tomorrow. She wouldn't care. But <laughs> it'll not be happening. It'll not be happening. All right. Okay. Let me bring this in uh, from Andy, who sent this uh, message in to us. Hi, guys. Andy here from Donabate. I am a driving instructor. I have a pupil now in a few minutes, so I can't come on air, but um, years and years ago, when you were allowed to do it without someone in the car, there was much, much less more cars on the road compared to now. And yes, I've given people, students, 12 lessons, and some are capable of driving, but a lot are not capable of driving. A lot need a lot more lessons. So we can't take the risk of letting someone who is just because we think they've done their 12 lessons. So no, and, and th- that man is correct. If you're unaccompanied and you get into a crash, your insurance is null and void. So it'd be a stupid thing to do. But um, yeah, no, you have to do the test. The test is there for a reason, and it's there to make sure that you're a capable and confident driver. And this is Adrian Kennedy with you until uh, two o'clock this afternoon. Hope you're enjoying the programme. We're talking about uh, Sean's dilemma. Let me read it to you again. He says, I wonder if you could bring up a topic on the show and see what your listeners think. I'm in my late 20s and recently moved to rural Ireland because of the cost of housing in the cities. Before I moved, I started learning to drive as I knew that where I was moving to has little to no public transport. I never learned before because where I was living had really good uh, public transport and there was just no need. But now I rely on driving to get around. The only issue is I still haven't passed my driving test. I've done all 12 of my lessons and I'm just waiting on my test date now. The estimated date is in at least 15 weeks. I know that uh, doesn't seem like much, but three and a half months is a long time to wait when there's no other way of getting around. I really think that once you've done your 12 lessons, you should be allowed to drive without an accompanying driver. It would make a lot of sense, says uh, Sean. Um, 
And then, <clears throat> excuse me, I got this message in a moment ago and it says, I have been crashed into twice by unaccompanied drivers. Both times were quite severe and could easily have been avoided with an experienced passenger as a second pair of eyes. My brother also uh, wrote his car off into another car while on his learner's permit. So I think it's absolutely necessary to be uh, accompanied. And that is from Adam. And then... Another, uh, and I've often wondered this, and maybe you can help me with this. What's the point in having uh, a qualified driver in the car with you? They can't stop the car for you. They're only sitting there. And I'll be honest with you, I've often wondered. Now, that message I read out a second ago does say uh, it's another pair of eyes, but they they literally can't stop the car for you. You have to do that. Anne sent me this WhatsApp voice note to 087-188-0008. Hi, all. I'm delighted you're discussing this topic because uh, I just wanted to say young drivers today are great drivers because they have to jump through hoops in the first place to get on the road, even before they do a test. So they know everything. They know all their theory. They know all the rules of the road, they know everything, and they are good drivers. Much better than drivers who got their licences when they were popping them out. Years ago, you just had to go to the post office, send off your form, and you were sent back a licence. And there are people out there who are still driving on them licences. And I don't think it's one bit fair slagging young people down that they can't drive without a full test because they are great drivers. They They know everything about the roads. They know everything. They're, they're much better drivers. So it's really not fair what them people are saying. All right, Anne. Thank you very much indeed. Simon, tell me your story. You uh, came to Ireland in 2019. That's correct. Uh, from where? I was in Lebanon. Okay. Middle East. And I came here in 2019 and I had a Lebanese license, which I, which I managed to rent a car with for about six months. And I was driving fully legally in, in Ireland. This is legal. Mm-hmm. The funny part is you can drive legal on a foreign license, but when it comes to your Irish driving test and you fail, or when you get your learner license, it voids the previous license which you have. So I couldn't drive on my Lebanese anymore because I, because I got my learner license. And then I failed my driving test twice and wound up being not able to drive for a long time until I got through my third round. But the funny part is I also got training on motorcycles uh, for two days. And just two days, which is like 16 hours. And then, and out of these 16 hours, you do just very few hours on the road. I think it's one day on the road and one day inside the compound just doing, you know, circles. And then uh, they gave me an IBT certificate. So I was able to drive a motorcycle, provided I did two days of training. But still, you had to have someone accompanying you in the car to be able to, be able to drive the car. So why not give the... Car instructor, car instructor, the same privileges that the motor uh, motorbike instructor has. So, sorry, you, what you're saying to me is that um, as a, a, a trainee motorist, you uh, have to have an accompanying driver with you, as we know, as and that's the conversation today. But on a motorbike, you don't. You don't now. That's why you see people driving on the motorbike with an L plate on their back, and they're yeah. unaccompanied. Of course, they. I mean, it's a motorbike. And I think it's more vulnerable to drive a motorbike provided two days of training uh, and and uh, in comparison to 12 uh, hours or 12 lessons on, on a car with an instructor 
and uh, not allowed to drive a car unaccompanied, but you find too many people driving motorcycles on IBT certificates, which are given by the instructor. Okay, so when you do your training, as you described it, over two days on a motorbike, you get a certificate at the end of that to say you've done your training. Is that right? Yes. Okay, and that's all you need then? You're you're, you're allowed to um, go out on your motorbike? Yes, yes, call the insurance, get an insurance for your motorbike, and that's it. And obviously the idea is to try and go and do your test eventually, but there are, you do not have to have a qualified um, cyclist on the bike with you. No. No. That seems very bizarre, actually, uh, that you can, a lot of people think that motorbikes are a lot more dangerous. Uh, All you have to do is do two days worth of training and then you can hop on the bike and away you go. Exactly. But you can't go on the motorway, which is still fine. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's fair enough. Yeah, you can, yeah. you can cope, especially on a motorbike, you can cope without being on a motorway. Um, but, yeah, I, ne- I never realised that. That seems very odd, doesn't it? Yeah, but it solves the problem of our friend living in the rural area, so he can get two days of training and get a motorbike. At yeah, least no. he can manage to get around. No, that's actually a good idea. And so what is your situation now, Simon? Are you on, on the motorbike now? Both. I'm a fully qualified uh, driver for the car and uh, a learner on the motorbike. So I just need to pop my learner jacket on and hop on my motorcycle and go to work. Right, okay. But you did pass your test as well for the car? Uh, the car, definitely, yeah. I passed it third time. Okay. Uh, but still, that's that's mad. I, n- I never knew that, that you just have to do a bit of training and then you can hop on your motorbike and away you go. Yeah, and that's why I advise many people who come here and complain about, you know, uh, passing the driver, the driving test or... It takes too much time. There's a long waiting list. I say just go call a, a motorbike instructor. You'll find loads of them online. They'll give you two days of training. At least you can get around with a motor, motor, motorcycle, and it works. Okay. Now, I'm assuming then that a Lebanese driver's license, which you had coming here, is that right? Yeah. Um, you're not able to trade that in for an Irish one. You have to be tested again. Isn't that right? Yeah, but, but still you can drive on the Lebanese license for one year if you buy a car and you get it insured, which is, again, very bizarre. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, but after the year, you have to either trade it in, although you can't trade in a Lebanese yeah. one, or uh, do the test. Yeah, but the funny part is you get, for example, a Lebanese guy driving his car to the testing center and failed, and then hop onto his car and go back home. For example, yeah, I don't know anyone who did it, but anyone can do it because they're fully qualified within that year to drive their own car if it's insured. So again, it's, there's, there's so much complexity in the system. That is mad. Okay, so get a motorbike and you'll be sorted. That's it. That's it. Good man. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> See you. Bye. 087-188-0008 is our number. Send us a text to WhatsApp or a WhatsApp uh, voice note. Sean is the guy who's been in contact with us. He's a little bit annoyed. He's a little bit annoyed that he um, he's not able to... He's done his 12 lessons. He lives in rural Ireland. No... Um, there's not much around in terms of public transport. He wants to be able to drive. He's done his 12 lessons. Uh, he's going to be waiting another 15 or 16 weeks to get his actual uh, test. And God forbid he could even fail, but he wants to be able to drive. And he thinks it's ridiculous. Um, I am Canadian, says this message, with both a car and motorcycle license, but I had to redo the, t- the test for both car and motorcycle for quality reasons. Uh, and I assume that's regarding not being... Uh, can you not trade... You obviously can't trade in a Canadian licence either. 
No, obviously not, no. Uh, you can with Australia and New Zealand because they drive on the same side of the road as us, I think. I stand to be corrected on that, but I think because they drive on the same side of the road as us. Anyway, um, 087 Let me go to Tom. You're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Hiya, Tom. Uh, good day, Adrian. How, how are you keeping? Uh, good, thank you. Um, now, um, what's your view on this? You believe... That, a, yeah, an, I, that an instructor should be able to say, I think this person's okay for, uh, to drive. Absolutely. Look, at the way I, I just heard the tail end of the conversation, but yeah, if he's, do, if he's done X amount of lessons and, you know, if he can get a letter say, from his instructor to say, look, at, I believe, in my opinion, that this guy is, is, is he's done his lessons, he's competent enough on the road, he's, he's he, you know, I, I think that's reasonable. Do you know, why not? Why not? I mean, one of the arguments that we heard already is if that were the case, every yeah. uh, instructor is going to give you that letter, aren't they? Unless they think well, you're right, really yeah, chronically yeah. bad. Well, let's, let, let's put it this way, Edwin. I mean, look, I'm, 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 I'm 45. I'm driving a long time. I have a full car license. I have a full truck license. And I'm driving for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every day, I, I'm, like, like, like a lot of people, you're out driving on the roads. You see a lot of stupidity on the roads. There's, there's people put now. You know the impression I'm getting. It's, it's not all young people. It's, these are these are these are grown adults that pull up in front of you. Mm-hmm. They make a suddenly they make a left turn or a right turn. They don't use indicators. So I think you know it's easy to put out a blanket to say, to say okay, with, uh, you know he's young, he's this, he's, he's but but you, but you did say he was in his late twenties. I mean, he's he's you know if he's done his lessons, he should be he should be given a chance. I mean. What choice does he have? Is he, if he's living in the middle of the country like like I am, he, he, he'd have no choice. Hmm. You know, I mean, the, it's there's, there's there's people of all ages. There's people that that are that are driving all their lives. And look, I, I, first of all, I'm not saying I'm a perfect driver. because I'm, I'm not. You know, we all, we, we, as, as one of your callers said, we're we're all learning every day. In fact, but, you will never hear anybody no. admit I'm not a good driver. You, it's just something people just don't admit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, look, we're, the reality is we all pick up bad habits as well. It's no matter how good a driver you are, you, we, we all have bad habits. I'm sure I have, I have bad habits as well, but it, 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 we all pick them up. But, you know, I, I think this guy, why not give him a chance? I think the whole system is just archaic as well. It's the whole, you know, my, my, my actually license is up at the end of this month now and I've applied to renew it, but I'm still waiting weeks for it to, even to renew a license, you know, and... um it's just the whole rigmarole of, of an RD. The system is just so... I, I don't get it. Like, why, should you, you, why should a person wait 15 to 16 weeks to do a test? That's absolutely a joke. No, it is, it is a joke. It absolutely is a yeah. joke. Um, it's a joke. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me... Yeah. I, I just we were discussing, you know, that there are some countries that you can trade in your licence for uh, an yeah. Irish licence. And they include... And I was I was fairly certain about this. Uh, mostly countries that uh, that drive on the same side of the road as us, like Australia and New Zealand, yeah. um, certain parts of Canada. Although they don't drive on the same side of the road as us, um, yeah. uh, where else is there the Isle of Man? Uh, Japan. They also drive yeah. on the same side of the road as us. Yeah. Um, and the UK and New Zealand. So there are a number of countries that you can d- directly exchange your license because yeah. it seemed that their driving standards are uh, similar. Um, and, and it should be simplified, Edwin. The system, the system itself, look, it's like a lot of systems we have in the world, like particularly here in Ireland, like 
it should be simplified. I mean, I, I get you if, you're, if someone's coming from another country. Again, it should be simplified. They should be saying, okay, yeah, we, we understand you have a full license, go up. It should be simplified to say, look, we were still required to do a few lessons just to make sure that you're, that you're, that you're, that you're competent. Even if you have a full license, if you're coming from another country. That's what I would say. Let's expect them to do a few lessons and say, okay, yeah, you seem, you seem reasonable or she, she seems reasonable. You know, simplify the system as well. You know what I mean? We we all know the rules of the road. The rules are there for everybody to 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 abide by, and you know, that's that's the way it is. It's, I mean, he might be a fantastic driver. Who 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 knows? <laughs> okay, so um, this notion of I want to be able to drive. I've done my twelve lessons. You believe that the instructor, the uh, the company that took you out for your driving and did your lessons with you at the end of that, would have a fairly good idea of whether you're up to scratch or not, and they should be able to give you a letter that would allow you to drive unaccompanied. Yeah, I, I, I think so, anyway. I mean, it's, it, you know, then again, he might, he might, they might say, well, look, we would we, suggest you make a few more, do a few more lessons. And, mm. you know, some people might require that as well. I mean, look, that, 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 that's just, everybody's different, like, but I, I think, you know, if you can... The system should be simplified. He should be given a chance anyway. And you know, what alternative does he have? If he if he has to get to work in the morning, if he's living in the middle of nowhere, for example, and he has to get to college or he has to try and get to work, and and if there's no other viable option for him to, to do it, how 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 do you expect? And and this kind of ludicrous idea, oh sure, uh, get let him get a designated driver. Sure, he mightn't have a designated driver. No, no, he may well you know not I mean? have at all. Yeah. No, that, you know what I mean? You, he, might, he, he, might, he might be living on his own. He might have parents. He might have, but they, they might be all going in different directions and different times. It's mm. very difficult to say, or easy to say, say oh, get, get, let him, let him get, just get a designated driver. That, that, life is not that simple, like, you know. Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please. I want to squeeze in some more on this before we wrap it up. And uh, let's have a listen to this WhatsApp voice note uh, that came in to us just a couple of minutes ago. This is uh, another driving instructor. We had one on there a while ago. Hi, guys. Uh, listening to the show there. Um, I'm also a driving instructor. One of the first things that I always say to uh, new drivers is that in order for you to be eligible to sit your driving test, you must hold your learning permit for at least six months and have completed your 12 EDT lessons. You are eligible, not necessarily ready. I always stress that there's a big difference between being eligible and being ready. Cheers, guys. Okay, thanks very much indeed. 0871880008 is our number if you want to send us a, a text, a WhatsApp, or a WhatsApp voice note to that number. Where am I going now? I'm going to the next line, and that is Joe. You're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you, Joe? Hey, Adrian. Now, Joe, your point is, uh, have we forgotten why the law was changed in the first place? Yes. Which was what? Remind us. Basically, it was when the farmer went down to rescue a car that was in the upside down in a river. When he pulled it out, it was his wife and daughter that he actually pulled out of the river. Now, no, uh, uh, okay, I don't that remember was, that. And that car crash was happened by a learner driver. Okay. Now, that was a famous, well, not, I shouldn't say famous, but that was a bad, bad tragedy where the, the farmer, the, the chap actually pulled his wife and his Sorry, daughter. Sorry, it, it is coming back to me now, yeah. Dead from a, from a river. So that's the reason why the law got changed. That's the reason why learners aren't allowed on the road, because they're not competent enough to actually be on the road on their own. Hmm. 
and to make sure that they're one side thing that they're safe enough to actually control a car with stronger speeds and stronger specs than they were years ago. Okay, there was a time, as we said, where you could literally fail your driving driving test and you could hop into uh, the car and drive off home after having failed your test, which I never really understood. But anyway. Well, one, we could turn around and say, one, less cars on the road. Two, the cars were smaller. Three, the cars were a lot less powerful than they are now for what's out there now. When when people are learning, like some of the cars, and I think even they should go a bit further, I even think they should restrict the size of the cars for age. Because some really? Of well, are, so if you're under 25, you can't drive higher than a one-litre car or something like that? Well, I mean, you've got p- p- kids going out and they're buying, say, they go out and they get a two-litre Golf GTI. Mm-hmm. The power of them is unbelievable. And they can't control them. And I've seen some like these go races that do be on, like, and they're only novice drivers with these size cars. And they're building it down the M50. Like, and I mean, you want to see the state of them. That, that go around and actually think that they're a shillmaker when they're in the cars. And I, I, like, I mean, they, I think they should restrict the power of the cars that they actually get because some of them are too big, too powerful, that they cannot um, control them when something goes wrong. Mm. I'm just reading up on the, on that story, and you're, you're right in what you're saying. A Cork man whose wife and daughter were killed in a road crash has expressed, this is back in 2017, has expressed his disappointment that a new law regarding unaccompanied learner drivers has not come into force. Um, and that, that, that was that whole story. Um, and the, the public pressure as a result of that accident is uh, ultimately what uh, brought the... Um, law in. It had been talked about for years and wasn't brought in. Uh, Shane Ross eventually signed the uh, commencement order on the law. So, yeah, that's what that story is about. Um, and it, it was a, a, a tragic story. So, yeah, yeah no, I, 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 I get it. I understand why that pressure was brought to bear then to, to bring that, in the but law. That, but that was a lane a driver that was actually on the road which mm. should have never been on the road in the first place. Never been on the road. Okay, and uh, like I said, this is only uh, in place since uh, 2018, since December 2018, um, the law on having to drive uh, accompanied. But I do know that an awful lot of people aren't doing it. They just take down the L plates and take a deep breath and hope for the best. Literally. Yeah, until they get caught, until the car's taken off and then they're all whinging and crying over the big fines and and losing their license. That's why... Learner drivers now, like even at that day, they can get six penalty points. Hmm. Like I think a novice driver now can only get seven penalty points and they're disqualified off the road. Like they're not doing this for the good of their heart. They're actually doing it because like young drivers think they're invincible on the road and think that they can do whatever they want. They can, you know, they can shoot down the road at say 150 kilometers an hour and think that they're invincible. And then when an accident happens, it's a different story altogether. Okay, so we need to remember why the law was... Well, that's not why the law, but it, it was... Uh, you have the, to make the, a contribution to it, though, Adrian. No, it, it, it was a, the law was already being brought in, but it was they were dilly-dallying over it. The law was being brought in, uh, but that case um, put more public pressure on for the law to be brought in yeah, now. And right. that, uh, yeah, and do you think if that law had came in prior to that, that, that girl might 
or my not being out on the road, and then two people might have been saved. You, quite possibly, but I've always wondered how having a qualified driver is going to avert an accident. Well, see, the thing about it is, is that you're under the control of a qualified driver. Which a qualified well, you're not driver. under any control. You're the one driving. Yeah, you're the one driving, but at the end of the day, you're taking instructions off a qualified driver. Hmm. So you're not... You're not, okay, you're not it, does le- it, it perhaps lessens the risk. All right, let me just squeeze in one uh, sorry, one final message on this, and this is uh, Frank or Adam, Frank or Adam, Frank or Adam, Frank. Okay, Frank, here we go. Um, current caller, I have to agree with him 100%. Restrict the, the size of the engine to um, your more novice drivers um, because, yeah, I've seen... Kids of 18 getting themselves a Ford Focus ST or a BMW 3 Series, 4 Series. I've seen a lot of the lads in Lexuses, Audis. Um, these guys guaranteed have never been on an advanced driving lesson. Um, that they, they, they do not know how to they handle that car in uh, in a how can I say a bad situation so you know what yeah limit the size of the engine um, but you know what also under certain circumstances um, like these guys if if a driving school can offer them a letter saying that the the guy is competent um, maybe allow him to to travel within a certain radius um, obviously there's not much uh, manner that you can keep tabs on it but yeah um, maybe a lion's driving in a certain radius um, within a certain speed limit um, not allowed on the freeways etc uh, it's it's an option to go for real people real opinions Real Talk Radio, the multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.